now, The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Hi there, you're listening to The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. Our show is brought to you every week in part by Denise Webster, mortgage broker with Dominion Lending Center's Modern Mortgage Group, Carrie Augustini, insurance manager for Island Savings, Carrie Smith, home inspector from Inspectech, and the team at the Sitka Law Group for your real estate, wills, and estates, corporate and personal injury needs. If you need an opinion from experts in insurance, mortgages, building inspections, or legal matters, Denise, Carrie, Carrie, and the Sitka Law Group are great people to talk with. If you would like to connect with them, just visit the CFAX 1070 website, look under shows. There you'll find us, the whole home show with me, Tony Joe. All their contact information is there. Uh, or you can always just look me up. I'd be happy to introduce you. Uh, love doing this. I'm here every week for you to talk about real estate-related things. My background, of course, is as a born and raised Victorian. I've never left here. I've lived here all my life. I've been selling homes since 1991, so this is year 28 for me. I've overseen hundreds of real estate transactions. I've seen probably every situation you can imagine with new situations coming up uh, every month, it seems. It's what keeps our job really really interesting. Uh, If you do need an opinion about real estate or you're thinking of buying or selling yourself, I'd be happy to help you. You can contact me either through the CFAX website or visit my real estate team, the Prime Real Estate Team at primeteam.ca. Be happy to chat with you. I'm so excited today. We have with us the mayor of Colwood, Rob Martin. Rob's going to be talking about what's been happening in his neck of the woods. The developments, the development that is happening in Colwood, all of the things that are underway. Uh, it's a area that uh, people often don't think a lot about. You know, of course, the juggernaut that is Langford is right next door. Uh, View Royal is on the other side. But we're going to have a great conversation with Rob uh, all about his time so far as the mayor after a couple of terms as councillor for Colwood. Uh, and we'll learn all about what we're going to expect to see, including maybe a little discussion about passenger ferries from Colwood to Ship Point downtown. He's going to bring that up. As always, let's start with our weekly listener question. If you have something that you'd like to talk, you'd like me to talk about on the show, uh, or if you've got a story or experience that you want to share with us relating to real estate, we'd love to hear from you. The phone number is 250-414-6540. That's 250-414-6540. Now, I want to tell you guys today about a situation that we're bumping into, and that is about multiple offers. Now, I know this is not new in information. But what's new about it is the fact that they exist right now in this shifting marketplace. You see, a couple of years ago, when we started this show uh, over two years ago, it was a white hot real estate market. Everything was going multiple offers, bidding wars. We'd have two, six, 17 offers on a property, things selling Sometimes fifty thousand more than list price. Sometimes a hundred. Sometimes five hundred thousand dollars more than list price. The market was crazy, and yes, that's what contributed to the craziness of not only the Victoria real estate market, but of course it was prevalent in Vancouver in the Lower Mainland also. So um, the reason why I'm bringing this up right now is the market has softened. Our sales numbers are down. By the way, yes, they're down about twenty eight percent compared to this time last year. Uh, I need to remind you guys, as I have many times before, just because they're down from last year doesn't mean that the market is dead. When you look at the history of sales in Greater Victoria over the course of the past 30 years, it's still a good market. It's just not 
crazy as it was, we are no longer in the the uh, days of madness in the real estate market. Things are leveling off. So the number of sales, though down, is still a good marketplace. What we do have is low inventory. So the markets that are a little slower right now are the high-end marketplace. Uh, anything that was two and a half, three, four million dollars or more, uh, we're not seeing the sales happen as they were before. Maybe some of that has to do with the fact that the foreign buyers, because I have said before, a lot of the high-end properties in town were being purchased. Uh, it used to be the Calgarians. Before that, it was the Americans. Uh, and up until just a little while ago, it was it was foreign money. So they're not coming in as they were before. Um, now, there have been some other controls that have come into place. So, for instance, the um, speculation tax, a vacant property tax, the um, foreign buyer tax. There is the regulations on qualifications for banking. <clears throat> it's what they call the stress test. And the stress test, of course, uh, even though people could afford, say, an $800,000 mortgage, the banks would only loan them, say, around $600,000. They just want to make sure that people can cover the mortgage just in case interest rates rise or the market changes. Now, the reason why I'm bringing all this up is because what's happened is the affordable market has started to heat up. So uh, anything pretty well up to around the $800,000 mark, whether it is detached family homes, uh, townhouses, condos, we are seeing a lot of instances of multiple offers and bidding wars. Uh, I myself uh, have taken care of no less than four in the past week and a half. Um, we've had sellers that have received multiple offers. Uh, it's amazing because, you see, when you read the news and the news says market down 28%, sales are down, why is it that this is happening? I was with a couple yesterday preparing to bring an offer in on a property. So, uh, you know, they need to think about what their steps are. And one of the things that I did describe to them was it depends on how many offers they're going to be competing with. Uh, we have already had, I had one in James Bay just last week again, where we were preparing to bid with other parties. No other party showed up. So our buyer managed to secure that property and she managed to get it for a little bit off asking price. It was already well priced to begin with. Uh, so depends on the competition, uh, who else is going to be there. There is a, there's a large difference between if you're competing with two other parties versus if you're competing with 10 other parties. Because when we start seeing higher numbers like that, then all of a sudden the sky's the limit. Not only can the price start escalating, but the buyers might start coming in with offers that do not rely on financing or building inspection or title review or even a review of strata documents. In the case of stratas, by the way, that's very dangerous. So you're not only competing on price, but you're competing on how clean the offer is. Uh, there's a lot of things to consider. Uh, the, the biggest thing that I just wanted to touch on with you, the listener, uh, today is multiple offers aren't gone. They still exist. They do, by the way, uh, exist for properties that are correctly priced. So any seller who's listening to my show right now, just because you're on the market doesn't guarantee that you're going to have multiple offers like I'm talking about here right now. Uh, you will only if you are in that specific segment. And if your price, your property is priced correctly. If you're already $50,000 or $100,000 overpriced, I can tell you, you're probably not going to get a multiple offer um, because it is still a price sensitive marketplace. People look at the price. They'll make a, determine, a de determination 
of whether they're going to continue with looking at your home or not, because if they feel it's too much, they're just going to go to the next house. And they'd be happier competing for something that is either sharply priced or even slightly lower priced out there in the marketplace. If any of you have a question about bidding wars or multiple offers, I'd be happy to chat with you. Again, our phone number is 250-414-6540. That's 250-414-6540. Or find us online on the CFAX 1070 website. My own website, as I mentioned before, primeteam.ca. And listen, if you are scrambling for your pen, uh, don't forget that we do podcast all our episodes. If you go to iTunes or Google Play, you'll find me, The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe, and all 100 and I think it's 6 or 107 episodes, along with a number of shorts are on there all talking about real estate. Uh, It'll help you, especially if you're in the market thinking of buying or selling. Uh, Listen, just before we go for our break, I have to give uh, the listeners a gripe. Uh, I don't think I've ever done this before. I I have a gripe right now, and that is this. We've got the speculation tax that has come in. Uh, Everyone received their speculation tax declaration form that had to be filled in by the end of March. And I have to tell you, I have uh, records of Tons of emails that I have sent to the Ministry of Finance. First of all, because I wanted somebody from the ministry to talk about the speculation tax before it was enacted. Uh, I had the uh, leader of the Liberal Party, Andrew Wilkinson, had the leader of the Green Party, Andrew Weaver. Uh, I wanted somebody to give a balanced story from uh, the NDP party. Nobody came. Uh, I have even tried to get someone on air to explain the speculation tax and how it works, who's exempt, and a number of questions. But you know what? Uh, It ended this week with one of the people uh, phoning me and saying, I'm sorry, nobody wants to get on the air. Information's on the website, or you can always phone in. And I said, guess what? A lot of our listeners aren't online, so how are they going to go online to the FAQ site? Uh, So that's my gripe for the day. And I have to tell you, I've been trying. If anyone's got a connection or contact uh, with the finance minister uh, or uh, the government, Please help me out here. Even though I know the finance minister personally, I know she's busy. Uh, It has been trying. Uh, Anyways, that's my gripe for the day. When we come back, we'll be chatting with the mayor of Colwood, Rob Martin, back in just a moment. You're listening to The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Thanks for coming back. You're listening to The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. Today we have with us the mayor of Colwood, Rob Martin. Rob, thanks for coming. Oh, I'm thrilled to be here. Uh, there's so much to talk about. Um, you, of course, spent two terms as a councillor uh, for uh, for, Cal- for Colwood, and then you decided to take the big seat uh, a little while ago. Uh, how's it been? Yeah, uh, well, absolutely. It's uh, It's been more than what I expected. It's been much, much busier okay. uh, than uh, I had anticipated. But by the same token, that's part of the reason I say that, though, mm-hmm. is because when you invite people to your community, especially developers and, and people who want to help you grow your community, um, they take you up on it. Oh. And so so people are coming in through the office all day. Yeah. And uh, it's nice to see. There's nice to see that energy that we have in the city. Uh, and people are, are really thrilled with what's happening in well, our well, community. Well, this is the thing, because you, you, you took on the whole, um, the whole notion of development, like pro-development, uh, doing things in Colwood. Uh, mindful development, of yeah. course, right? Very. Uh, um, it, so tell us about the way things were going before you stepped in stepped in the role. Yeah, well, we, we, our, our community has been transitioning. So w- one of the things is, is when you have established um, people who have lived in your community 20, 30, 40 years, they, they kind of get 
complacent and they like what is part of the reason why they live in their community. And as we slowly begin to grow our development, um, there has been that pushback, especially from young families saying to us, hey, we need more resources out here. We need options. We need more commercial space. We need um, to be able to do things. And so I heard that loud and clear before the election. And one of the things that I decided to purposely do was, was message that and say, listen, this is a community that we need to be prepared to grow. And the community has responded outstandingly to that. The community is actually very open to it. We had some open houses the last couple of weeks uh, with some of our major developers, and they are uh, blown away with how positive people are. If anything, the pushback that we get is, why aren't you developing faster? <sighs> Not, you know, you need to slow down or, or stop. People have expectations. So, for example, in the Royal Bay developments. Of course. Um, which was the gravel pit. Which was the gravel yeah. pit. Uh, we're, we've got people who are saying, um, when is the commercial space off Ryder Heshtal Way and, and Latoria going to happen? We want a supermarket there. We want to have some commercial space there. And uh, and that's exciting. It's, it's great to see that our community is, is starting to understand um, that they have a, a say and they're trying to develop what they want in their, their community. And I'm lucky enough as mayor to be able to sort of help facilitate that. Yeah. Well, I think for many, because they, they drive, they've driven by the gravel pit for so many years and they've known that something's going to happen. There's been a, probably a lot of pent up um, curiosity, like when is this going to actually happen, right? That's right. And we, we've been really fortunate, especially in that Royal Bay development, uh, the school district, uh, the Souk School District, really had the foresight to make sure they, they captured that site ahead of time uh, for the high school, for the Royal Bay Secondary. And Royal Bay Secondary has actually been a real driver for people coming into the community as well. I, I was a beautiful school. Oh, isn't it's, it? It's got, it has the basketball court on the roof and stuff, right? That's right. Yeah. It, it's very it's very innovative. A huge lobby area. One of the things that I'm excited about too is is they, they are now trying to get rid of the portables. So they're doing the addition onto Royal Bay. And, and I, I think it's important for, for listeners because we podcast this too. So we'll have people not from Victoria listening. It's important to know that Royal Bay, the, the high school there, um, just in its second, was it the second year? Uh, it was determined, the first year. Uh, you're saying, um, it was determined that it needed more expansion space, right? Well, as soon as it opened, yeah. uh, it had portables. So the day the day wow. the school opened, we, it had portables. So they're, they've closed the school for spring break right now, and they're, they're, uh, they're pulling part of it apart. But when it's done yeah. in 2020, it's going to be the largest high school on Vancouver Island. Wow. It's going to have 1,600 students in it. Okay. And and so the school itself is about, I think it's about four years old now? or Correct. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's in its fifth year. Oh, my goodness. So that, I mean, that's a, that is a um, uh, sort of determinant of what is happening in the region there, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, I'm, I'm talking to young professionals, and those young professionals are actually looking at those resources. They're looking at those types of schools, and yeah. they're making their choices to, to come into our community because of that as well. Well, it's true because really, especially people coming in from out of town, we have noticed that there's been younger families that moved to the region. You know, a lot of them came from the lower mainland, right? A lot of them um, were not foreign buyers, but just people who maybe cashed out of Vancouver, came to Victoria. School is a really driving factor. And until Royal Bay, 
the only option in the region was was Belmont, right? Yeah, it was the old Belmont, which yeah. was and my my kids went to the old Belmont, and yeah. it was uh, it was held together <laughs> with duct tape. Yeah. That was for sure. Yeah, and and of course Belmont now has a new Belmont as well. So yeah, yeah and I shouldn't talk derogatory about the new Belmont because the new Belmont is gorgeous. Yeah, uh, the new Belmont spil- uh, school built by West Hills. Yeah, is it, it's a second to none as well. We're here talking with the mayor of Colwood, Rob Martin, about what's happening uh, out there in Colwood. So you know, in the real estate community, of course, we help a lot of people move into Greater Victoria, you know, all areas, whether it's the peninsula, whether it's Souk, you know, the core area, West Shore and all that. I have to say now, uh, to the uninitiated, it is hard for people coming into town uh, defining the difference between Colwood and your neighbor, Langford. Yes. Right. Um, and you probably get asked this all the time. Like, how, how do you describe the difference? Well, Lang- Langford, what's great about Langford is Langford has had the vision um, to build out sort of the, um, the end user uh, consumer, so sort of that service industry. And we don't need to recreate that in Colwood. And because that's it's right what, next door. Because it's right next door. It's less yeah. than five or ten minutes. So that when we start looking at our own community, we're really sort of more focused on um, sort of the natural environment. We're, we're, we're blessed in that uh, Colwood has seven kilometers of waterfront. Ah, yeah. uh, and, and so we're trying to take advantage of every square inch of that. And, and the natural aspects of our community, as well as Triangle Mountain, is, is, is gorgeous. So our community is about a lifestyle. And, but one of the things, one of the traps we fell into uh, was that we had over 90% of Colwood was residential. And we started to see that that really had a tax implication because we're trying to keep our taxes for our residents as low as possible. Mm-hmm. And by not having any commercial, that actually hurts you from a financial standpoint. So one of the big pushes we've been been stressing this last term as well has been the need for more commercial space mm-hmm. uh, within Colwood. And we're really seeing an uptake on that. We have four or five large parcels of land that are now being seriously considered. So we have uh, the lands around uh, Allendale Pit mm-hmm. um, are, are available as well as all the commercial space there. We're thrilled that Colwood Corners and the Ani Group. Finally happening. Yeah, we're looking yeah. at over 400 to 500 mm-hmm. residents and 150,000 square feet of commercial mm-hmm. uh, coming online. We've had, uh, it was called the Whale Road Hole. Uh, that <laughs> the exist- hole. <laughs> yes, that yeah. existed for uh, close to a decade. Yeah. As for, for our listeners, that, that is, it was a development site, uh, and the, I think the sidewalk uh, collapsed in or something, right? It did. Yeah, so for many years, that has just been a big hole, and people have been wondering what's going on. When, right? When's that? And, and so the province came in, um, and we're now looking at uh, uh, affordable housing. Yeah, it's a 20, uh, $25 million investment or something, That's right. right. And we're, we're, we're thrilled that the province stepped up to invest that much money into our community. So, yeah. And, and it's, a, if it, it's a perfect place for them. Right there, too, because it's close to transit. It's right beside West Shore Park and Rec. It provides all those resources. For it. So it's another wonderful place to be yeah, able so to Yeah, so it's going to be 124 affordable housing units, right? And that's uh, along with the Aboriginal uh, Land Trust. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a great... And, and and the other thing, too, is... Because it was the... What was it? The, the Silk Wind development is what it was back in 2010, right? That's right. Uh, so it's just great to see uh, something good happening there. Yeah. We've got a lot of energy happening out in Colwood. Yeah. Uh, and one of the things that I continue to say to the, our, our developing community is understand that even if the market market's slowing or getting feeling like it's getting a little cooler, it's not in Colwood. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the place to be right now. Uh, you're welcome. 
and we're encouraging you to come to our community, yeah. and, and we want to be successful with you. Oh, excellent. Uh, Mayor Rob Martin from Colwood here. Uh, you know, talking about commercial space, too, because, again, not only is Langford your neighbor, but I think a lot of people don't really realize that the strip there is View Royal, like where the casino is and everything. So there's a lot of commercial space on the View Royal side. Yes. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah, you look at Souk Road. Uh, that's a great uh, corridor yeah. uh, to do business in. Amazing. Uh, well, listen, we need to take a, a quick break here, but when we come back, we're going to continue our conversation with the mayor of Colwood, Rob Martin, talking about development. Uh, he just said that uh, Colwood is open for business and looking uh, to do a lot more expansion and development and provide services for uh, the residents. And we're going to talk a little bit more about the natural beauty and the how long is the waterfront? You said? Seven kilometers. Seven kilometers. Well, listen, we'll be back in just a moment. Now, The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Thanks for coming back. You're listening to The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. Our show is brought to you every week in part by Denise Webster, mortgage broker with Dominion Lending Center's Modern Mortgage Group, Carrie Augustini, insurance manager for Island Savings, Carrie Smith, home inspector from Inspectech, and the legal team at the Sitka Law Group for your real estate, wills, and estates, corporate, and personal injury needs. If you need an opinion in real estate, whether you're buying or selling or even just wanting to maintain your home, uh, in the areas of insurance, mortgages, building inspection, and legal matters, call these guys. They're great, wonderful people to chat with. You can find their contact information by visiting the CFAX 1070 website. Look under Shows. There you'll find us, The Whole Home Show with me, Tony Joe. All that, all their contact information is there, or you can always find me online. I would be happy to introduce you to any of them. We are chatting today with the mayor of Colwood, Rob Martin, uh, learning all about the neat things that are happening in that area. Again, Rob, thanks for coming. Oh, absolutely. Uh, your background now, so you are, you have a, uh, you're the CEO of a business uh, medical related and you do orthotics. Yes, that's like that? right. Yeah. So my, my, my own company, I, I work across, my company works across Canada. Um, so uh, we, there's a company called Footmax, uh, yeah. which is an orthotic company out of Virginia. And uh, I've been working with them for close to 20 years now. Wow. So, and you are a longtime Colwood resident because you moved about, was it 20? 21 years ago. 21. Okay. Yeah, so. Uh, so you enjoy the, the region, the area. Your kids grew up uh, in Colwood, right? Uh, yeah. I Seriously, I can't. I love all parts of Victoria, so I'm not, uh, but I would, <laughs> I'm partial to Colwood and I don't ever anticipate actually leaving. My yeah. wife and I, we love the community. We love the people. Yeah. It's uh, it's one of those, t- it's a real gift to be able to live someplace that you feel like everyone's family yeah. and, it, and it sincerely feels that way. I, it, it's a very warm yeah. and it's a very genuine community. So it's uh, it's a place that people should come out to. <laughs> well, when they come out here, they want to move here, and then all of a sudden, we, we're going to talk about affordability in a bit here. Yeah. Uh, uh, you are originally from Oshawa, though, right? I was, yeah. I was oh. born in Oshawa. Wow, oh, you're, you've from done, the, you're from the schwa. <laughs> you've done your work. Uh, I, have, well, you know, I have friends from uh, from the schwa, actually. Oh, and in fact, we've been we've been messaging over the, the you know this season here. Those poor guys have weather that is bad, and they're you, wishing they were in Victoria. You do not. Yeah, you don't want to live in Ontario in the winter. You yeah. want to you want to come out here. You don't even want to live in the prairies. Uh, I, I uh, my goodness, some of the weather. I, I have to travel a fair amount in the in the winter time, yeah. and the weather has been just tough. Yeah. I mean, minus twenty. Well, it's been tough for us here day. too. Except everyone mocks us because you know. <laughs> yeah, what, minus three seems really cold. It does. It does. Where were you just before coming to Colwood? Uh, so we we actually lived down in Tillicum. Okay. Uh, so down by Tillicum Mall. Mm-hmm. And that was sort of our Parkside place, oh, and yeah. it was just a little condo, sure, sure. and that was that's how we got into the market. Yeah. And 
uh, I don't regret it for a second. Yeah. So, and you know, you, you talk about affordability. It, it's definitely something that's still, it's front and center of my mind too, because I have two kids. My kids are 26 and 24 and they're both very eager to get into the market yeah. and that's hard. Yeah. It's, it's tough right now. So, um, however, however we can help them, uh, and the young people to get into the market. Well, and as you, as you mentioned, I mean, it, it's the, the way that people are successfully doing it nowadays is starting with their condo. That's right. And then stepping upwards to the to the next home. You know, sadly, gone are the days where people can have their white picket fence South Oak Bay home as their first home. No. no doesn't not, have, there's three or four moves that are involved to get there, Absolutely. Right? Yeah. So, um, Speaking of density, because uh, there we are talking about a condo in the Tilcom area. Um, the thing about Colwood is it w- there wasn't a lot of density. In fact, when I think about it, because uh, I've been selling real estate since 1991. It's 28 years for me. And Colwood never had, all they had was 350 Belmont, which is that older complex, and Brittany. Right. The Brittany. Yeah. Uh, and people often don't understand. The reason why there was no high density is because the sewers weren't there, right? That's right. And it still isn't. Uh, so 70% of people in Colwood are still on septic. 70% still? Yeah. Okay. So, um, and that is something that we're going to look at. Um, and hopefully we're going to look at it this term uh, because we're getting a lot of pushback. Any new development has to be on sewers. Yes. So, um, especially, it, especially something that has density, right? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yes. So, uh, it, but we're getting a lot of pressure from single family homes. Uh, as well, because a lot of people who are living in, the, in our communities now, you know, their fields fail. And, uh, you know, to replace a septic field, you're looking at fifteen, twenty thousand dollars $20,000 to hook into sewers is about the same amount of cost, so, yeah. w- which is the way to go. So it's about providing access to them, though. Yep. And that, that's our struggle as a city is that we've got to get those main lines uh, throughout the city. So there's some infrastructure that's yeah, going to be required. Gonna, yeah. Uh, interesting. All right. And just ironically, that's how I that's how I got involved. I uh, read about that. You were unhappy about something, right? And you, yeah. And you, uh, I was not happy with my own sewer hookup. So I thought, okay. uh, rather than just whining and complaining about it, I'm going to run and, and I'm going to change the system. Yeah. Well, little did I know that the ch- system changes you. You don't, <laughs> you, don't, you don't change the system. That's but really. it's funny. I, I read in the news something about, because uh, they were talking about you and how um, you went through the, pro- I don't know if it's like what you call a complaint or whatever, yeah. um, but the municipal staff said that you were always really nice to deal with. Well, so, that's, that's right. thoughtful of them. Yes. I appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, as, as upset you, as you can be about a subject, you are, you're going to accomplish things and you're going to get things done by being nice to people. And I, and I really hope that people actually realize that. I, I see it all the time where people come up to the front desk, uh, either at City Hall or, or somewhere else and you're yelling because they're legitimately upset or mad about something. Mm-hmm. But they don't understand by uh, just a moment of kindness uh, can actually help you a, a lot. Yeah, so. and those, uh, we do feel for those poor guys behind the counters at the municipal halls because, yeah, they, they, I know this happens a lot to them. Yeah, yeah. So. but they're good. Yes. Um, the natural beauty surrounding the area. So there's a few things that uh, people, of course, uh, would be familiar with in Colwood, not the least of which is Hatley Castle. Yes. So that's a big one. Um, my friends in, I had a conversation with my friend Jennifer Evelyn in Oshawa. She's a realtor over there. And she's like, oh, they filmed the X-Men over there. They do. And that's Hatley Castle, right? Yep. X-Men, Deadpool. Uh, that, of course, um, was going to be the place where King George was going to bring uh, 
Queen Elizabeth and Princesses Margaret and current Queen yes. uh, Elizabeth in just around the war. That's right. That's yeah. If they if they needed to leave England, this is it was going to be the seat of power. That's in right, England. Right. So that Hatley Castle, which is in your backyard, yeah. what people don't realize <clears throat> about Colwood, and this is going to be uh, part of the reason I just think the world of of my city is not only do we have Hatley Castle. Um, we've got Royal Road University, which is attached to it, which is a world-renowned university mm-hmm. in, in our jurisdiction. In addition to that, we also have Fort Rod Hill, which is a federal Natural historic national site. historic site. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So it's, um, you know, you add all of those things in together, as well as the waterfront, Fiskard Lighthouse, uh, you know, the, the Royal Road's lands. Yeah. Uh, the, the, there's over 150 acres of, of pristine forest um, that if you walk through there, uh, you'll see multitudes of people in there walking their dogs. And again, it just adds to the lifestyle mm-hmm. of, of living in yeah, Fort Ride Hill yeah. as well. Yeah. yeah so, so much there. And, and uh, you know, things that of course the locals all know, uh, you know, the Colwood residents and, and uh, those who aren't, I mean, you can enjoy it. The lagoon is fantastic. Well, and so here's another pitch that I'd just love to talk to you about too, is because one of the things uh, in, in Colwood is we're really trying to encourage community. So for example, in the summer months, uh, from May until September on Fridays at the lagoon, we have food truck Fridays. So we have food trucks that come down and it's just for the locals. Like it's not very, it's not touristy at all because this is, this is an opportunity for people just to come out, enjoy the waterfront, have something to eat. So that's happens Friday, Saturday nights. We have a a large uh, festival. Uh, We shut down the entire lagoon and we have all the food trucks basically in Victoria come mid July uh, for a full day. Last year we had a beer garden. So you shut down the the ocean Boulevard. Wow. It's it's completely long. Yeah. From one, one end to the other yep. and it's just lined with food trucks on both sides okay. we have a full stage uh, we've worked with Atomic Productions in past where they've had musicians play all throughout the entire day yeah. so that's a great event what a backdrop eh? oh it's amazing yeah. and then uh, and then in September we have a at Fort Rod Hill we have uh, the Colwood Seaside Festival um, which just is basically again meant for locals to just have an opportunity to, for families to come out and do old-fashioned games and and uh, all sorts of things that way. So it, we're, we're really trying to build community out here. Yeah, and, and there's a number of communities, of course, in Colwood that people would be familiar with. I mean, we, we talked about Colwood Corners, the Wishart area, Triangle Mountain, fantastic views, the top of Fulton there, unbelievable. Yeah, those, those are second to none because yeah. you're, you're actually, you're looking across the water into downtown Victoria, yeah. and, uh, and the views are just spectacular. It's where you want to be. Yeah, of course, we talked about uh, Royal Bay, uh, Belmont, there's Belmont Park, and Latoria as well too another um a lot of development so there are things going on yeah latoria walk is a is a hidden gem because yeah. it's a little inwards um but you you um, you've got the red bar market down there yeah uh, you've got a pharmacy you've got doctors um and then there's also a new development that's um they've just started work uh, at olympic view yeah. so they've just now started looking at uh, at building there as well we'll hold that thought because we're going to talk more about uh, upcoming developments we got to take a break here we're talking with the mayor of colwood uh, rob martin we'll be back in just a moment this is The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Hey everyone, this is The Whole Home Show and I'm Tony Joe. We're talking about Colwood today and we have with us the mayor of Colwood, 
Rob Martin. Rob, again, having a great conversation with you. Thanks for coming. Oh, this is this has been a lot of fun t- today, Tony. <laughs> we'll do more often. Um, a little backgrounder about uh, Colwood. So your population is somewhere around seventeen thousand thereabouts, right? Yeah, the the last survey just came in, just over eighteen. Okay, so well, growing just like all the other uh, areas of Victoria here. Uh, Colwood was incorporated in nineteen eighty five. And as a comparison, uh, Langford was 1992. Langford's bigger, though, too, so they've got around 35,000 population yeah. thereabouts. And the Langford will always be bigger than Colwood yeah. as well, just from geographically. a land base. Yeah, geographically and their yeah. growth patterns and stuff. And yeah. so um, we're always going to be the little brother. Yeah, that's right. So I did have Mayor Stu Young uh, here a couple months back. And, of course, Stu's mantra has always been very similar to yours, open for business, uh, wanting development and all that. We're going to talk about development sites that are happening in Colwood, uh, shortly here, uh, but you know one of the things that he was touching on. I don't know if it's that much of a of a of a matter in Colwood, but you know the whole foreign buyer tax and speculation tax uh, was is big on his uh, radar. I mean, Bear Mountain, of course, is one of those. The resort is an area that um, they have been pushing uh, for exemptions on. How are you finding uh, the development world? in dealing, you know, regarding things like foreign buyer tax or speculation tax? Well, yeah, I mean, obviously the, the developers have definitely had my ear and uh, they're, they certainly are not supportive of it. Um, I, and I certainly don't want to be getting myself into trouble with the province. Uh, well, I mean, it's here, it's here right? <laughs> yeah, so, it's uh, here. We're, we're dealing with uh, but, it. We don't, we don't but, need to but, agree but, with but, it. But, but yeah, yeah. I, I'll tell you, I struggle with it as well. Um, you know, one, one of the things that I struggle with, especially... You know, I, I very much believe in this sort of principle. If you're a Canadian, you're a Canadian. Mm-hmm. And that it doesn't matter if you live in uh, New Brunswick, Ontario, or wherever else. If you want to own a piece of property, you should have that right. If you saved and you, yeah, it's a place you want to be. Right. Yeah, that's right. And and so, you know, I, I, find, it, I find it a little um, uh, concerning, to be blunt, that, uh, that I, I, I certainly would be upset. I, I travel a fair amount if I was going to be taxed uh, because I have a place in Calgary. Um, because I travel there a fair amount. You might then think about getting a place somewhere else. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. And so, so why? But why? But, but so why would I want uh, to have a speculation tax um, that punishes Canadians who want to live in our region? It doesn't make any sense to me. So mm-hmm. that that's where I'm I'm coming from. I understand the foreign yep. foreign buyers. Um, I mean, we we struggle with that, and we certainly don't uh, want. Uh, if we if we if we truly believe in affordable housing, we can't just leave everything empty. Mm-hmm. Um, but by the same token, we shouldn't be punitive to those uh, who live in here in Canada and want to have a, a uh, summer uh, place here or, and are contributing to the local economy. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, talking about developments here, so there's a number of things going on. Of course, Royal Bay. We've talked about that already. So much stuff going on there. Um, so again, there's going to be a sort of t- like a town. Um, a yeah. market down there. and Yeah, so what we're working on is what we're calling it is a seaside village. And uh, we really want to, uh, again, utilize that waterfront as best we can so that it's ex- accessible to all. Okay. And we're, we're trying to look at building a boardwalk, hopefully. And what's wonderful, if, if, if you ever look at it from a map standpoint, you can see Esquimalt Lagoon. We can go from a natural um, aspect, build a boardwalk, all the way so that you're just sort of wandering through some beautiful natural aspects and then wander into a, a, a seaside village, and which will have restaurants and cafes and, yeah. and all sorts of stuff. Because so there's room for a lot of homes there. There are. So uh, everything's said and done. We're looking at somewhere between 25 and 2,800 yeah. uh, new homes that are just going to be built in Royal Bay. Yeah. And that's not on top of, I, I, just before I came in, I was looking at it, and we probably have 10 
projects uh, happening in Colwood right now, which are significant projects. Uh, you know, I'm talking large multiple home uh, projects that are happening. So yeah. uh, there's lots of opportunities and all gorgeous, you know, and I'm not just saying that because, again, because we live so close to the ocean, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of these projects are either on the ocean or they have ocean views. Yeah. So, so I have, we have sold properties before to clients who, you know, the thing about ocean view you know, if you're in um, Sanish, you're in Oak Bay, whatever, it's nice to be at oceanfront. Obviously, you pay top dollar for that. You know, at nighttime, you're looking out the blackness. <laughs> That's right. Right? And what's really cool, especially around Lagoon area there, is you're not only, you don't, you're not only on the water there, but like you said before, you see the uh, downtown lights of downtown Victoria. Well, and not only that, yeah. um, and depending on, on what you enjoy and stuff, but uh, we, we live down on the Lagoon. And uh, and last week uh, we really got to enjoy watching that new uh, uh, oh, that, destroyer. Yeah, come in. the American one. That the, came yeah, in. and so yeah. you know it, it's wonderful to it, you get a firsthand view of when the aircraft carriers come in. Yeah. Well, actually, uh, I, I have to tell you, I, I did a video. Uh, I think it was about th- maybe four years ago because I do monthly videos. So every first of the month, I talk about what happened in real estate the past month, and I was right there where those gates are. Um, uh, 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 just in Royal Bay, and I have a tripod, so I set up my camera, and I did this video, and when I edited it, the submarine was behind oh. me, and it passed right behind It was It's the coolest oh, that's video. that's great. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, and it was funny because uh, the submarines came by through yesterday as well, yeah. or a couple days ago, and... Uh, uh, we were we were talking about that because it was just like when can you see all these amazing uh, yeah. resources that we have here in the western? Oh, uh, for sure, for sure. So Royal Bay, uh, of course, um, Seafield is something that's happening in uh, the Lagoon area. Yeah, right. Along with Pacific Landing and Heatherbell, so a lot of stuff happening there. Yeah, we so we have three major projects happening just in that little uh, area. So we have Pacific Landing, yeah. uh, which is a spectacular development. We have Sea uh, Sea Cliff. Or C, excuse me, Seafield uh, Cottages, yep. uh, which is going to be great, and then we have the development Two Waters, yes, which is also coming online. Yeah, um, and so all of those yeah, just just released. Uh, Rennie was here just talking about that uh, a little while ago. Yeah, yeah. and so they they um, they're they're ready to move forward in the next phases yeah. uh, as well. So. Well, it's really interesting because the site there on Selick Way, I mean, that was, uh, well, I can't remember the name of the original iteration. It, you know, oh, it went through a Quattro? A Quattro, and then, yeah, and it was not successful at the start. No, they, well, they, they, they definitely, I think the business model then was really to be focusing on Alberta. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and because they were expensive, they were yeah, they, kind they of were, luxury. Yeah, right? they they were very luxury, yeah. and and I think they're still focusing on that. I still think that that's a uh, a great development uh, from a quality standpoint. So the the price point is certainly not going to be cheap there, but it's uh, I think it's certainly affordable. Yeah, uh, and then we we get to and you've already uh, referenced it um, the city center. Which, of course, that went through, it was League Assets, it was going to be a $1.2 billion, 12 high-rise complex uh, with all these grandiose plans. And, of course, that ended up going sideways. So it's been... It sat there for, uh, it, yeah, with, it was a large swimming pool for a long with time. With the rusted uh, rebar and everything. Yeah, and we've got, a, again, uh, out of Vancouver, Ani, mm-hmm. a great partner and have really invested uh, into our community and, and have really gone full gangbuster. So we've got a crane and they're building right now. Yeah. Um, they're expecting that the first uh, building should be occupied in, in 2020, yeah. uh, which is great. And that's a combination of uh, um, 
residential, so condos and rentals too, right? So there's going to be uh, rental buildings there. Yes. Yeah. yeah. There, there'll be rentals uh, available. Uh, 450 apartments total. Wow. Uh, that, that's going to be available yeah. on, onto the market. You know, people often say, well, who's going to who's gonna fill these? Well, come on. I've been talking about this on this show for three years now. I mean, we have a, there, there is a supply issue out there. And it has caused the market to, because we've got more people coming into Victoria than leaving. Yes. Because everyone wants to come here. They need to live somewhere, whether it's a rental or if it's a condo or whatever. We need more properties. We don't have that land in the core Victoria area. No, you're, you're, absolutely, you're absolutely right. You look at growth rates. Um, and you look at, um, for example, Saanich or Victoria, those growth rates, um, you're, they're going to be very low. And the reason they're going to be low is because there's no new land. So you're going to have to knock down single family homes and then build density on top of that. Whereas with Colwood, we have uh, basically, you know, hundreds of acres of land um, that the city wants to see development on. And um, oh, and you want that because there's your tax base too. It's, yeah. it's, Absolutely. It funds uh, infrastructure that you need. Well, and, and we're, we're getting those pressures because we're transitioning from that sort of rural community to, to an urban community. There's expectations around, you, you mentioned earlier, Tony, uh, sewers, but also sidewalks and lighting and, and all those types of infrastructures that when you're talking about living in an urban community versus li- living sort of in a, a rural community. Yeah. So we're transitioning that way too. And so we need to have the revenues. Um, to build that for our, for our community. Yeah. Wow, it's just such an exciting time. I can tell in your voice as well, too. I mean, there, there's just so much stuff happening here. Oh, I, I, I love it. Yeah. And uh, I was saying to you at the early uh, how busy I am, yeah. but I'm busy because I'm happy yeah. uh, to be busy, and it's, it's great to be providing these resources to our community. Yeah. So tell me, what is your vision of Colwood in 5 years, 10 years, 20 years? What's it going to look like? Yeah, what, what, well, what I, what I hope it is is that we figure out our transportation issues, which oh, I think we are. Yep. Um, we're working really hard uh, on, we're working with BC Ferries. Of course, because um, so the conversation about the connection from Lagoon to downtown. That's right. right. So they've they've released a pre-feasibility study already. Yeah. Uh, this is exciting. Which, which and what that means uh, for people is you're going to be able to get on a 300-passenger ferry. Um, foot passenger. Foot passenger ferry. Yeah. Uh, the cost is going to be somewhere between two two fifty and five dollars. It'll take you right to the Inner Harbor uh, ship point, ship's My point, goodness. and within twenty minutes, it's a catamaran uh, ferry uh, that uh, will get you there. You you can also bring your bicycle. Yeah. So the idea is that if you're, for example, you're a public service worker, you could take the ferry, go to work. Ride your bike back to the ferry, jump on the ferry, and you're home if you live in Wogan. Unbelievable, because the, we had the bl- the blue boat or whatever it was called before, right? Yeah, and and what's exciting about this ferry and the, the feasibility, the pre-feasibility study that was released, is from year one, this ferry can make money. Um, BC Ferries has said that the, it can make up to $150,000 starting in year one. Yeah. And in comparison, it's going to do about a million passengers a, uh, a year mm-hmm. uh, rides, uh, passenger rides. And in comparison, in Vancouver, the sea bus is about six million. So you kind of understand the relativeness. Wow. Okay. You know that that is just amazing because transportation is is something of an issue from downtown to the west shore. And uh, for this to happen, I, I I mean, thanks for bringing this up because I've only heard about it, but yeah. you're telling us that it's getting very close to reality. It, it is. And uh, we're going to see the study. There's a study coming out in September yeah. uh, with the province about the lower Vancouver Island and the transportation. And I, I really hope that this is part of it. Yeah. So, and 
what's you know if you sincerely think about it it's part of what our lifestyle should be like you know on vancouver Can you imagine just gen- and using our waterways yeah. you know we are one of the last major cities uh if you go to europe and you go to any european city you can see that they utilize their waterways for transportation oh, we just go to seattle as- like seattle of course from the islands great, to downtown great example all too. the time yeah. yeah so why not do it here i love it oh my goodness uh Mayor Rob Martin from Colwood had a great conversation with you. So excited. Uh, I mean, I've known that there's been a lot of great stuff happening uh, in the Colwood area. I am extra excited now. Oh, good. (laughs) And I I just think that, um, you know, for a born and raised Victorian as I am, I remember Colwood as a kid. I had friends that lived there. But it's, it's one of the areas that has really seen the biggest change in 30, 40 years. Uh, compared to other places here. Yeah. So thanks for coming. I Rob. appreciate it. And anytime, I'd, lo- I'd love to come in anytime. Perfect. Uh, that was the mayor of Colwood, Rob Martin. And uh, for everyone else, thanks for listening. I'll be here for you this time next week.